Welcome to the Marketing Interrupt Podcast. This podcast is all about cutting through the nonsense to give those working in the mortgage and real estate industry content that will put them ahead of the curve and get to the consumer first. I am your host, Jason Frazier. Now let's get started. What's up, everyone? This is Jason Frazier with the Marketing Interrupt Podcast. Uh, the Marketing Interrupt Podcast is a mortgage X creative and a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcasting Network. Uh, you could check out this podcast at mortgagexpodcast.com. That's mortgagexpodcast.com, uh, where you uh, could check out my other podcast that I do with Christine Beckwith called Mortgage X. And so this is just uh, my secondary podcast where I just really focus on uh, marketing and, and tech. Uh, so uh, today's going to be a continuation of the dot-com secrets recap series that I started last week. If you, this is your first episode, uh, well, welcome. And then second, go back and check out last week's episode because that's kind of setting this off. Um, now, last week's ran long because it was 30 minutes. And so what I decided to do instead, and last week's was the secret formula part uh, one. This is secret number two, but... Um, I just want to create it in smaller chunks so that they're not half an hour uh, each time. So so that's what I'm going to do here. And uh, this episode is going to be about Russell Brunson hook story offer framework, right? So um, I highly recommend getting the books and uh, we're just recapping them here, but uh, you can follow along as we go. So we're talking about secret number two, hook story offer. <clears throat> and the way that Russell uh, opens up this is genius in my opinion. Uh, he, he talks about speaking at a conference and what he, he, and in his, he always starts with the offer, right? The irresistible offer or just the offer in general, right? Like start from the offer and then work your way, uh, work your way back to get to the hook and then, um, creating your story. Right. So the way that he opens up, uh, is he's talking about, he's speaking at this conference. He holds up this phone. He's like, I just bought this iPhone for like 600 bucks. He's all, but at the end of my presentation, someone will be willing to pay me a hundred thousand dollars for this iPhone. And so he asks, Hey, does anyone want to buy this phone right for me right now for a hundred thousand dollars? Of course, no hands, um, uh, no, no, no hands go up. Right. So, um, so, so then he gets into like, okay, now that I told you what the, what, what the phone is, what the offer is, let me, let me, let me give you the hook. Right. And, and this is where I think he just does an amazing job explaining it. Right. So he talks about one is that uh, if you if you buy this phone from me, you get you get access to my Apple Books library, which he he, t- he goes into that he's bought basically every marketing sales um, program, anything on DVDs, CDs. He has his brother rip them into uh, audiobooks, and he's he's I've easily spent like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars on these books, and I've kept only the very best ones that have helped me build my business. So you get access to that. He's all you get access to uh, my contact list, which was is ten years of networking with some high individuals. Some of these contacts are, you know, worth millions of dollars to him. He's all, and so, you know, you'd be able to at least contact them uh, from my, you know, as a referral from me. So you'd be able to, you know, just do that. And so, uh, so that was one, he, he talks about having his coaching group on there and then other apps uh, like Google drive that has all his content, you know, and, and SOPs for everything that he's doing and, and look and marketing. Right. So and he goes in and talks about all that stuff. Right. So now that he's basically giving you like what it is, uh, he asks, Hey, um, you know, uh, who here would give him $600 for this phone? Of course, everybody's hand goes off and then he keeps upping the price, right? Uh, you know, uh, to, uh, you know, thousand, 10,000, 300, and he finally gets it up to set people willing to pay him $750,000 for this $600 iPhone. Right. And so, uh, 
so what, what the the whole story you know story around that is talking about like um it, there's he he looks at it as that there's two ways to have um the lowest price product in your market right the first is to decrease the price of what you sell right cut your mar- margins and profit the second is to increase the value so much that what you sell it for it you sell it for what it's worth it seems inexpensive because of the perceived value right so um he 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 explains how he he just used the hook story offer framework um to grab their attention right and you know so when he said in the next 10 minutes someone here is willing to, is going to be willing to give me at least $100,000 for this phone right like that was that was the hook right and then he talked about the stories of like you know the apple books and the the networking and all that other stuff the story and then the offer was you know, buying the phone. Right. And so the perceived value, because he went into the story of why all of this is value quickly went from $600 to $750,000. Cause you know, like if, if this was a real scenario that of course, like having the context of all these people that have, you know, helped him build his business and make millions of dollars, like, of course you'd spend, you know, one of those contacts could easily be a million dollars worth of uh, business if you played it right. So of course, $750,000 seems inexpensive, right? So that's how quickly that you could get, you know, using, and this is the secret number two in the dot-com secrets, um, using this, this formula, it, it, this is how powerful it is, especially when you know who you're trying to reach, right? And that goes into, um, you know, your ir- irresistible offer, offer, which he goes into that, but he breaks down to basically, um, businesses into three categories, right? You're selling a physical product, which for those of in my audience are it's, it's real estate and, and mortgage. So we're not selling a physical product, right? Um, and then, or you're selling a, an informational product, right? And that isn't what we're doing here either, or we're selling a service, right? Which is what we're in. We're in the service, right? The thing is, is, and you guys have heard me speak about this, is that our industry is incredibly uh, commoditized, right? We are a commodity now, and that's what we need to break out of. And that's where I've, I've done articles and episodes and videos and talks based off of, you know, being a brand and not a commodity. Because at the end of the day, the reality is that there are going to be many other ways for a consumer that we're all marketing to, to get the same result from somebody else, Right. Um, and going back to his example, if you talk about his iPhone, him selling an iPhone, is that any different than anyone else right now? He could have, you know, lowered the price or whatever, and then, you know, uh, you know, decrease his revenue, decrease his profit, decrease his margins, right. Or could he create the hook story offer and create that perceived value so that he doesn't have to do that, right? And so, uh, you know, one quote from this, and it's from Dan Kennedy says, there's no strategic advantage of being the second lowest price leader in town, but there is a huge strategic advantage of being the most expensive, right? We know that perceived value plays a part, right? Like, and and I did this when I first started doing uh, like online courses and coaching is people are like, well, it's too low because, and I've, I've literally had those people tell me that like I was using this service, but I use this other one that was twice as expensive because the thought process is because it's more expensive, it's more value and you'll get better results, right? So think about that. Now in our industry, right? You're talking about if you're uh, an agent, right? It's talking buy or sell side, right? Commission, whatever that percentage happens to be, right? Then you have on the mortgage side, you know, rates, price, commission, what are you making? You know, if it's broker real, you got lender paid, you know, borrower, borrower paid, all these different, all these different uh, variables that make up what you make and what you're providing to it. 
there are loan officers that I've I've had the pleasure of working with and knowing that aren't the the lowest price. And this is the thing where when you trade on rate, that's that's it. That's going to be what you do all the time. And the problem with that is that well, you know, it can especially now when everyone's at capacity, it will lead to a, a crappier experience because you're going to have capacity issues. So you may not close on time. There may be a, a lot of fumbling because you're super busy. Because I know people that have uh, that are usually at somewhere like around you know, nine to 15 loans in, uh, in the pipeline at any given month, I have some loan officer right now. It's got 90, right? Like, cause with the rates and refis and everything else, it's, it's super, it's super uh, busy. Right. Um, uh, so that's the thing is that when, when you're, when you're at that and you are the lowest price leader, um, that doesn't always mean that that's, that's, what's going to be the attractor. Right. And so you need to, you need to decide, um, how, can you create the perceived value? Um, and and I've seen loan officers that do this because they've created this whole brand and experience that, ba- so when you go through them and even if they aren't the lowest priced, even if it costs more from the consumer standpoint, there is a perceived value going with loan officer A as opposed to the low price leader loan officer B. I'd like to take a quick pause here and give a shout out to our podcast partners. First, we have AFR Wholesale, who is specializing in specialized programs with our good friend and MortgageX alumna, Laura Brandea at the helm. AFR Wholesale has been bringing families home for over a decade. They are the nation's leading FHA 203k lender for sponsored originations, and we're proud to have them as a partner. You can check them out at at AFRWholesale.com. Now back to the episode. Right. And because we've seen that, we've seen there's a reason why discount in any industry or any, you know, anything always has that perceived, I would say, negativity about it because we know what disc, you know, like going to like a Ross or, uh, you know, those types of stores. Like when you get the shirt that like one sleeves longer than the other, right? There's a reason why it's like super discounted. Um, and it looks like that. So that that's the thing. Right. So when you're doing an offer, when you're selling a commodity, commodity like we do is that you have to increase the perceived value of what's being sold, right? Like, what are we doing? And it has to be something that we try to make unique. And so um, what he does is he draws up like an offer stack and he talks about what we went through, like the Apple book, you know, his coaching uh, group, his um, other apps that he had in this contact list and to where, you know, the perceived or the the total value, it's one of those things where you see like on, on an infomercial where like, hey, this is worth this, this is worth that total, uh, you know, total price, you know, $500, you get it for $19.95, right? And there's a reason why people do that because it works from a, from a, um, you know, from a mental standpoint, right? Like it, that's the psychology, you know, they're, they're seeing that and they're like, wow, the perceived value is this, but in actuality that the, the cost is this. And so even though it's a 600 phone, someone will say, I'll pay $750,000. If I had $750,000, I would definitely pay that for that phone. Cause it, it easily can make me that money back um, and more. Right. So why wouldn't you do that? It's an investment. If you had, and of course, if you had that money, but at the, without that story, right. Without the hook, you're no one's going to, no one, no one, no one would pay that. Right. So think about this is when you're thinking about what you're putting out in the marketplace. Um, and, and I'm, Look, part part of doing these recaps is me to to try to merge some of this book into what we do in our in our industry, right? And so, what we're looking at today with the hook story offer is how can you how can you create the perceived value? What else can you add, right? What else could you add to what you're doing right now 
so that when someone's like, why should I use you and what your value prop is, it can't be service, it can't be rates, it can't, it can't be what everyone else has. Because a value prop, let me put it this way, um, being the same as everybody else isn't it, it isn't going to make you stand out, right? It It's a commodity, right? It's like, why is this gas better than that? There has to be some sort of value. So one is, um, and these things are actually the things I'm working on with some vendors is, is to, to re- define how their tool is actually a value add to consumers and, and, and loan officers using that. Cause there's not too many, right. The, the, in our industry in mortgage, most of the tools we get is a value to the agent, right? It's like, use this CRM, use this, um, you know, marketing or whatever, cause, and do it with your agents. Cause, and the value really isn't to you. The value is to the agent. And then your, the hope is that when you do those co-marketing or you do these tools and whatever to the agent, is that, um, you know, you will get business because you're doing that. Right. And that's one of those things that I'm, I'm railing against, not to say not to have referral partners, uh, not to say that you shouldn't have that. You should have strong partnerships. Absolutely. But don't be dependent on it. Right. And so any tool to me, like any, any tool today that is geared towards helping a loan officer give agents something of value is, is not a great tool in my opinion. Right. And I know people will disagree with that, but it's not. Instead of what can you give the consumer and how many tools, think about it right now, how many tools right now do you have that actually gives true value to the consumer, right? And there's one um, that I'll tell you right now, FinLocker. If you're a loan officer, um, FinLocker is really what you should be looking at because that is a value add and is something that can be a value prop added to the perceived value of what you add as a loan officer. Um, and so that is something I would highly, highly recommend that you guys check out is, is FinLocker because in look, and I'll tell you right now. So um, if this is your first time here, one thing you should absolutely know is that, um, and I apologize if you guys are, you know, I'm I'm at home and uh, you know, we got kids and everything else. But one thing you should know is I don't do affiliate relationships, right? So, uh, so FinLocker is a partner of mortgage X, um, but, uh, and I, um, and I market for them, um, but it's not, uh, it's not an affiliate relationship. So I could I could get a thousand people to sign up for Finlocker today. I'm not gonna see one dime of that, right? Because I because I don't wanna be one of those people in the industry that trades off of selling other people's products for value to myself, right? Me, I'm gonna make money other ways, right? And so but I want to have the partners that I know will actually make a difference that will actually help with customer lifetime value. And Finlocker is one of them. And so uh, if you want to check them out, you go to don'tbestatic.com forward slash FinLocker. It's uh, our own custom landing page for them. And you also get a discount on their service. Again, it's don'tbestatic.com forward slash FinLocker. Brian View, who ha- is the president of that, great guy of mine. And again, I, I, I repeat this over and over again. And you could ask him, you could ask anybody in this industry. I don't do affiliate relationships. I just don't, right? Everything I get is because I believe in the business. I believe in Brian. I believe what they're doing. And so this is one of those, those, this is one of those tools though, that's customer facing. It isn't, you know, it isn't with agents. It isn't with what everyone else does. It's, it, and it's, it's inexpensive, but it acts, it, and especially now in the time of COVID um, and check it out, just check out FinLocker and see if it, it if, if you could see where the value is, because I think it is um, because it, it, it will help the consumer with something that they're going to be concerned about now. It will help them later. And it helps you stay in front of, truly stay in front of them by actually um, investing in their financial health overall, right? And so that is the perceived value that you can add is, is using a tool like that. Another example in the dot-com secrets is he, he talks about, um, 
I think it was at a, a conference or a friend, a kid's friend of him about babysitting. And he does the same hook story offer. Uh, and he goes into kind of like this brainstorming session to where he's like, what can I add? And maybe you should do this with yourself or your team, whiteboard it out. What can you add to add extra perceived value and true value to the consumer, right? Write them down, whatever it is. And not knowing nothing, like write every thing that comes to your mind down. And then when you're done, start crossing things off that aren't realistic. And so with babysitting, and he's talking about, okay, well, okay, babysitting, what are you charging? Like $12 an hour or $10 an hour or whatever it is. And, it, and he goes, well, what can you add to increase that value? Um, and okay, wash dishes or clean the house, read books to the kids, play, you know, do these different things, right? Um, you know, cook treats, bring snacks, uh, you know, take a picture of the kids, whatever, all, put the kids to sleep, all these different things. And then when when you could put an offer together, the perceived value is that like, man, all, but doing all this stuff is like, it's really worth like having like almost like a full-time nanny. It's like 400 bucks, but it's just going to cost you $40 for the night. Right. So again, it's one of those things of creating the, the perceived value of what, um, of what it is. And, um, and then finally, before, you know, we, we sign off here is the story selling element, right? Um, the story selling element of what you're, of, of what you're doing, tell stories. And I, I and I, I implore all of you, cause I don't see it enough. Um, tell the stories. If you want people to, if you want to attract people, especially if you want to attract the right people, the people that you do the most business with, the people that tend to have, uh, whatever your avatar is for your perfect customer, your dream customer, tell their stories, right? That's what your marketing should be. It, it, it use a little story selling, right? Like tell your stories, of those consumers. And that is your hook, right? Like that's, that's the hook and the story, right? Obviously, but that's the hook too, right? Right. It's, it's the story of someone. If I'm in that predicament or I was in that situation, then I see a story just like that. Chances are that is what's going to drive me to take your offer, right? To use you as my buyer's agent, listing agent, use me as my, use you as a loan, loan, loan officer, Get into that. Tell the stories, right? Don't just give them the why and like, oh yeah, rates are low or whatever. Because guess what? Rates are low for a lot of people. So why are they going to choose you? Tell a story. Be personable. Be human, right? Tell a story and understand like that's what matters. The story will lead to the offer, right? Um, and this is why he he works backwards, like from the offer of the story and to the hook. And then the hook is, is, is pretty self-explanatory, right? The hook is like headlines, images, videos we put in front of people, um, you know, that type of stuff, right? The goal is to capture their attention, right? Um, so the thing is that you have to find out what's going to grab their attention based off of what your story and offer is, right? And so um, think about that. Think about that and what you're doing and, um, you know, you'll, you'll have that. So that's basically what the hook story offer is. It's basically, you know, finding a hook, um, something that's going to grab their attention in the places where your, your dream customers are congregating the story that's going to tell the reason why, and, and think back to, and I'm hoping you guys are following along in the dot-com secret book or go get it. It's cheap on Kindle. You go buy it. I think you could actually get it for free that you have to just pay for shipping or whatever, get the trilogy, right? Go there and get the trilogy. Um, and they're, and, and look, I could give you an affiliate link. I don't do that. You could find it. Just look for the, 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 the Russell Brunson, um, secrets trilogy and you'll see it. Um, Hook story offer, check it out. Um, and I think you'll find that that is truly what is, you know, some, some good stuff. And it's, it's a quick chapter, right? And I th think we're, we're almost running up on 20 minutes. So I'm going to 
cut us off here. The next secret that we're going to talk about next week is the value ladder. Um, but that is, um, and, and that's getting into, you know, some more, you know, some more tactical stuff, but, um, but hook story offer, think about that. Think about what you could do to add the perceived value of what you do to separate you. The experience, yes, is part of it, right? Cost is definitely a part of it, but, but that, that can be the only thing right there. Cause anyone could do that. Anyone could create a good experience. It's just how you implement it and execute it. That's going to make the difference. I hope you've enjoyed this .com secrets recap hook story offer. Uh, would love for you guys to subscribe, to give me a review, um, share this podcast episode out, share the podcast out. I really appreciate it. I love getting the messages saying I helped and this and all that stuff. Um, but please, if you want to help me, uh, cause I get to ask the question, Hey, what can I do for you? If you, what you could do for me, share the podcast, Give me a review, subscribe, and I'd greatly appreciate it. Until next week or next time, next episode, hope you have an amazing day. Take care.